Was I not good enough to change her? Was I not good enough to change him? Did you run into that with the person you were with that was toxic? That no matter what you tried to do, no matter how you felt, it came back to that concept of not being good enough because they didn't change for you. Not being good enough to help them get to that place of change. If you don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform. I run Raw Motivations, and I work with people to try to help them understand what narcissism is, to bring about awareness about narcissism and the havoc it wrecks in people's lives. I'm also on this platform to bring about awareness and growth, healing, and change. And I do that in multiple ways. One way that we came out with just a little bit ago, a couple months ago now, was called the NARC app. It stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. It's a community of like-minded people that have been through the same stuff that you have, that have been through those abusive relationships, those toxic relationships where they feel crazy, where they feel stupid, where they feel not good enough because they haven't been able to get a change or see a difference happen in that person's life. In the NARC app, it has options for you to be able to go through different courses, to be able to learn about gaslighting and boundaries, narcissism from the DSM-5, different aspects so that you can educate yourself and weaponize those tools so you don't get back with a narcissist or you don't go into another toxic relationship moving forward. would love to have you interact on there. There's a community growing on that app where they can track their progress, where they can track their truth, where they can track how long they've been no contact from the narcissist and keep that going to make sure that they get happy and healthy moving forward. I work with people on a one-on-one basis every single day, and I partner with them to try to help them break free of the story that's been going through their head, the story of I'm not good enough, the story of maybe he would change, the story of I thought this would work out, this seemed perfect, the story of how it sounded when you first were with this person. And I work with people to help deal with the truth and help deal with the facts because the narcissist puts all this fog over you. They put this fog all around you that you can't actually see what's going on. Through the not lies, through the manipulation, through the gaslighting, they put all these things around you and you don't know what's right, what's wrong, what's up, what's down, what's true. So I try to help people answer those questions by working through the process so that they understand, hey, this is what's actually true in the relationship. These are the facts because the facts are what's ultimately going to set you free and help you get away from that toxic thinking. As people get out of the trauma bond, as they detox from that, they get to a place where there's peace because they're not being abused, but it doesn't feel peaceful. Oftentimes, this is a time where you feel crazy. And you start to wonder and second guess yourself of, am I the narcissist? Am I the toxic person? And I'm not actually sure what's going on. A lot of times that confusion happens there. As we work through that, we get to a place where we start establishing clarity. It's where we're clearing all the fog and you understand the truth of the situation and the facts of what's involved in it. And you're able to move forward and start to set clear boundaries because those boundaries aren't for other people. Those boundaries are for you how you're interacting with other people, how you're letting other people interact with you. And so we work on that to establish so you don't go back to your toxic person. Now also, they don't get involved with another toxic person, but you can work on living and growing every single day. A lot of times people ask in one-on-ones and in communication with me through live events, things like that, why was I not good enough? Why was I not good enough to change the toxic person? I was not good enough to change them. Did they not see that? 
Why wouldn't they change for me? The thing I need you to think about is we need to talk about logic just a little bit. Because the concept, was I not good enough for this person to change, goes back to the concept that you're applying that good, a good person, means that another person is supposed to do good to them. Maybe it's the golden rule, maybe it's religion that you came up in. That thought process might be prevailing sometimes that, hey, I'm a good person, so good things should be done to me. The problem with that concept is that's on a different plane of thinking than what the narcissist, sociopath, psychopath, toxic person is actually thinking. Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Because while you're there thinking, hey, I'm a good person, that means I need good things. That means it should be good responses. It means that person should want to change. They should want to grow. They should want to develop. The problem is the toxic ex that you have, they're not thinking through it in that regard. When they see a good person, it doesn't do anything for them to say, oh, I should be good to that person. When they see a person, good or bad, they often see that as a transaction, as an object, and as a person to be able to further their needs, to be able to further what they want. So when a narcissist sees, hey, this is a good person, they see, hey, this is a great person to manipulate, to control, and to ultimately get supply. Almost the idea of someone that can come in, come alongside my life and serve me. So when you put that concept of, hey, good person means I should get good things, or good person means that this person should change, or good person should means they should wanna try to grow, doesn't connect. It doesn't connect because that other person is not looking at you to evaluate you whether you're good or not. They're looking at themselves and trying to see who else can come and come alongside their lives and serve them. You have to remember it's all about the narcissist. It's all about their image and there's all about control. It's about controlling you and it's about controlling their image. It goes back and forth, but it's all about control. You see, a lot of times people think like, hey, if I can just make them aware, if I can make them aware of the pain that they cause me, if I can make them aware of what they've actually done, if I can make them aware that what they've done is wrong, then they'll change. The problem with that thought is just being aware of the problem doesn't mean that they're going to change. And more often than not, that means they're never going to change. And oftentimes they just get worse whenever they learn what they're actually doing or they start blaming it on that. You've heard the phrase, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. That really is the concept here is you can show them, hey, this is how your behavior is. You can tell them, hey, like right now you're hurting me with the words you're saying. You can demonstrate multiple different ways of this is what's going on to try to bring out that awareness in them. But ultimately, if they don't want to change, they're not going to change. But you have to remember it doesn't have anything to do with you. 
A lot of times people will get into relationships for the purpose or for the thought or for the story kind of running through their head to help or change the other person. Sometimes you'll have a toxic person starting off in the relationship and they'll project that. They'll give you the idea that there's actual vulnerability there because they're talking about their insecurities or a, a past trauma or something that's there that seems vulnerable and you're thinking, wow, I can help that person. Or I see my same, the same attributes, my same insecurities in this person. Maybe I can help them. Maybe I can help fix them. Let me tell you right now, don't get into relationships with a person that's like a Build-A-Bear. They have to get in there and you have to fix, you have to stuff, you have to stitch, you have to fix every single thing in them. They need to want that. They need to want to work on themselves to start off with. If they don't want to work on themselves, you can't make them. They have to want that change. If they don't want that change, a lot of times what you'll see is a lot of manipulation, a lot of lies. This is why we caution people a lot of times to not call their narcissist out as a narcissist. Because typically, that'll get them on the path of starting to learn about it to a point to be able to manipulate and use it back on you. Same idea why we don't recommend going to couples counseling with a narcissist, with a toxic person, because you'll get in there and the counselor's view is, hey, I've got two people, they're broken, they're disconnected, anything like that. My job is to fix them. And I think both of these people want to get fixed. Oftentimes you get into those situations and the narcissist will be like, yeah, I want to get fixed. And this is all the things I want to do. And this is all. And you look over them, you're like, I've never even heard you or seen you. Like, who is this person? A lot of times in counseling, especially couples counseling, narcissists will get in there to be able to manipulate the other person and to be able to devalue the things that the other person is saying and doing, making them look like the crazy person, making them even look or think that they're the narcissist. That's why it's very key to be careful what you communicate to them. If anything, communicate behaviors or actions, but don't give that label because as soon as you get that label, a lot of times you get a lot of pushback and then you start seeing those words and phrases thrown back at you on a day-to-day -day basis as they try to turn the tables back on you. So I want you to think of this, regardless of what you did, it was never about you. Did you change for your narcissist? Did you change for the toxic person? They said they didn't like your hair color. They didn't like the way you dress. They didn't like the way you talk. They didn't like the way you cook, the cleaned, or anything. A lot of times people modify and change themselves for another person. But the problem is at the end of the day, that other person had no growth and had no change in their own life. So a result, a lot of times you lose who you are, changing to be like what another person wants. But at the end of the day, they don't care because they're not looking at you as another person to love, to respect, to honor. They're looking at you oftentimes as an object. Think about it as the aspect of like a diamond. You have a diamond. It can either be in the ground and covered in dirt or not refined. Or you can have a diamond that's polished and put on display. The difference between the diamond being in the dirt and being on display is what the person does with it. It doesn't change the value of that diamond. Yes, it can with cuts and things like that, but we're talking just like diamonds, either in the mud or it's refined and, and up here for everybody to see, polished and everything. What changes is how that person treats it, of how that person responds to it or cares to it. And that's the thing I want you to understand. You as a person, your worth doesn't decrease by the shit that they've put you through or 
by the pedestal they put you on. Your worth is internal. And I want you to focus on your worth and your growth and understand this right here and now, that it didn't have anything to do with you being good enough. It had to do with them being good enough to work on themselves. It had to do with them making the choice of, I'm going to grow and I'm going to improve. But they didn't want to do that. Because that takes that shame, that guilt, that vulnerability and puts it center stage. And a narcissist doesn't want to work on that. They don't want to look at that. So when it comes down to it, think about that logic. Think about what you're going through. By the end of the day, it wasn't about you that didn't make them change. It was their own decisions. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. Would love to talk to you more. We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like, go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.